Just a quick note in this episode, the recording software was picking up the wrong mic, so my audio quality isn't great, but the content is, so I encourage you to listen, or you can just check out any of the other 300 plus episodes of Success Through Failure. Stare fear in the face and go, you will not steer my life. I will not let the fear of failure steer my career, steer my family, steer my decisions. I'm okay. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr. And today I bring you Ryan Leak. Do you feel out of balance in your life, like your family and your work or your priorities, but like you're always shortchanging one or the other? Do you feel like you're going 100 miles an hour every day, getting 100 things done, but you don't feel like you're ever really moving the needle? Or maybe you feel like you want to be more consistent, more focused. Do you want to figure out what the right goals are for you? I know the feeling. I have a wife and four kids, a business, rental property, not to mention the inevitable challenges that pop up in life like cars breaking down or kids getting sick or work getting busy. But when I was a Division I All-American wrestler, I was focused. I was consistent. I knew what my goals were, and I had a plan to get there. But when I got into the real world, things got complex. Everything seemed to be a priority. I ended up with a failed business, dead up to my eyeballs, in the worst physical shape of my life, and I knew I wasn't showing up as the husband and father that I should have been. That's when I realized that there was a framework in my life that I used when I was one of the top wrestlers in the country. And I realized that top performing CEOs and Navy SEALs and New York Times bestselling authors, you name it, use the same secret formula to get more done in less time and to maximize their potential and live a life of purpose and impact. If you want to know what that system is and how to apply it to your unique situation in life, I've opened up a few spots on my calendar for a free 30-minute clarity calls so that you can learn this system too. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply. That's jimharshawjr.com slash apply. If you'd rather me just text you that link, send me a text at this number. I'm going to say this three times. Are you ready? 571-210-5450. Again, that number, 571-210-5450. Send me a text and I'll text you that link. Again, that's 571 571- 210-5450. I look forward to talking to you. Ryan is a speaker and coach. He, well, let me let you know a little secret. He wrote a book called Chasing Failure. I can't not have this guy on the podcast, right? His book is so fast. His story is so fascinating. You will enjoy it if you read the book, which I absolutely encourage you to do. It's an easy read. It's a fun read. You will learn so much about how to chase failure. If you watch his documentary, and we have a link to that documentary in the action plan, go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. It's about his journey of chasing failure. Now, I'm not going to let you in on the secret just yet. I'm going to let Ryan tell you in the interview. It is a fascinating story and, and a way that he went about chasing failure and how he got further chasing failure than he ever did chasing success. He's also got another documentary called The Surprise Wedding. We'll have that link in the action plan as well. And get this, he heard that his wife, he overheard her saying that she would love this when they were just dating. He said he overheard her saying to a friend, she would love to get engaged and married in the same day. Guess what he does? Gets engaged and sets up the whole surprise wedding in advance without her knowing. And this is like, they went to Miami from, from Dallas and like set this whole thing up without her knowing. And they get engaged and married in the, in the same day. It's a fast, it's a 30 minute documentary. It's fascinating. You got to check it out. Ryan is just, he's just a next level person. I mean, he speaks to 
hundreds of thousands of people each year, does 120 plus events each year, speaking and training leaders. Absolutely amazing individual. I think you're going to get a lot. I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode in terms of how to actually chase your success by chasing your failure. Here we go. Interview with Ryan Leak. You're an All-American basketball player. And like every basketball player, you have a goal and a dream to play in the NBA, but you didn't pursue it. And then one day you decide to do it. Tell us about that story. Well, you know, I was an All-American. I should qualify that statement. I was an All-American at a D3-ish school. What that means is our school was pending NCAA qualification, whatever, that year. So we were in CCAA, which stands for National Christian College Athletics Association. So I like to say it like this. Amongst the Christians, I was very, very good at basketball. <laughs> now, you have this idea of like going to the NBA, and you also have this reality of like being 6'3". It's like, I'm tall, but you're tall until you hang out with people in the NBA. Like you get short really fast. And so I'd always thought about it, but I just, man, I just started speaking. I just started consulting, just kind of started doing my thing. And then uh, me and my wife got engaged and married on the same day. That's a whole different story. And by the way, we may touch on that, but for the listener, here's a documentary on this. I'm going to post the link in the action plan. You can go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, because that is a massive story in itself, but go ahead. Sorry. So there's that. Then we go on Good Morning America, the Today Show, and then we ended up going on the Queen Latifah show and getting connected with Kobe Bryant. And that's how my wife surprised me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, okay. So Kobe comes on video and says, hey, you've got this invitation to come to Staples and you come anytime you want. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this open invitation to go to a Lakers game, meet Kobe, hang out with the fellas. And so I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Like I needed that common ground. I needed that NBA common ground and I did not have it. And so I went, it's now or never. We're going to go for it. So I started getting back in NCCAA shape. And man, I just realized playing another friend who had just gotten waived from an NBA team. I just realized like, man, if they waive this guy, he's better than me. He's taller, he's faster, he's stronger. He's a division one All-American and even he wasn't good enough. And so I was just like, man, I'm out. Like, forget it. And then I thought, why do we do that? How did I know I was going to fail making an NBA team if I had never tried? And I just thought, I'm just going to go for it and see what happened. And I hope that that spirit is something that like people catch on to of just going, you just, I can't tell you since I made this documentary, since this book has come out, how many people have reached out to me that said, I applied for a job I was not qualified for and I got it. Awesome. Like goal completed, you know, I mean, like to assume, oh, I'm not qualified for it. Assume I won't get a call back. We can't assume the failure. I think we got to go for it and um, see what happens. So you start training and you're trying to get back in shape, back into the best shape you've maybe the best shape you've ever been, even since playing college. Then what? You start picking up the phone. What do you, how do, how do you try to break into the NBA? How do you try to get a tryout with the NBA? So the funny thing is, is like, it's the National Basketball Association. I think we see it on TV, they entertain, but it's the best 450 basketball players in the world. It's not open gym. It's not a church league. 
it is very, very difficult to get into the NBA. The draft, you know, the, recently we saw the NBA draft. Even those players will not stay in the NBA. It's like, like I don't think people understand how difficult it is not only to get there, but to stay there. Like they're still trying out, even though their name got called last night. It is so very difficult. And so I'm thinking like for a regular guy like me that isn't D1, that doesn't have an agent. And at the time I was like 26, 27. And so I just, dude, I Googled it. And I found the public relations emails for every NBA team on like this PR website. And I just started emailing their PR people one by one and just said, hey, my name's Ryan Lee. I'm looking to fail. <laughs> and I think you got fans all across the city that are afraid to fail. And I don't think that they should be. Can you imagine if you gave a guy like me a chance to try out for your basketball team? And the Boston Celtics said no. And I was like, oh, man. but then I thought, did the Boston Celtics just respond to me? Like, let's go. And my best friend said, you emailed the Boston Celtics today? And I was like, yeah, what else was I going to do? He's like, who does that? And I'm like, I don't know. In fact, my best friend said, I wasn't impressed that you got an NBA workout. I was impressed that you sent an email to begin with. And I went, man, I think that's all I want people to do. Like, send an email. Like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, they're not going to sue me. I didn't obtain their email illegally. <laughs> Although it felt it felt that way. And so about my fifth email, the Phoenix Sun said, yeah, we love this idea. Come on Monday. And I was like, are you serious? I couldn't believe they said yes. I expected to be told no by all 30 NBA teams. And I was going to make a documentary about being told no by all 30 NBA teams. Except I never got that many emails out before one said yes. In fact, I got 25 teams that never heard from me. So you still got a shot out there. You still got more chances. <laughs> I'm like 35 now, so I doubt that it's that season. But, man, I love what I do. And, I, and getting to work with NBA players today in what I do, I have really found my, my lane. So I get to try with the Phoenix Suns. I get there. I went from being the tallest person in the gym to the shortest person in the gym. I went from being fastest to slowest. I went from being youngest to oldest. Like, that. And, and here's the deal. In that tryout, I fit in. I didn't stand out. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't have any turnovers. I made the right pass. But what people need to understand about the NBA is it's not a place where people fit in. It's a place for people who are outstanding. I worked out with a guy a couple of weeks ago who was on the end of the bench for an NBA team. He missed once. I saw him miss once. I mean, he was outstanding. Like, his standard is perfect. You don't miss. And he doesn't play. Your chances were long, but you still took that shot. No question about it. But, you know, I, I looked around that gym and I thought, how in the world did I get here? It's chasing failure. It's just like, there's like, how do I have the career that I have now? Man, it's, it's chasing failure. It's waking up and just going for it. And it doesn't always work out exactly how I want it to. People ask me about, failures when I, you know tell me about a failure it's just like you want me to tell you one from today i don't need to go to the past <laughs> to to do that I, I can give you week by week play by play of my failures and they're embarrassing but they help me get better and they help me improve you said that chasing failure took you further than chasing success ever did absolutely no question about it i mean i have 
succeeded in a lot of areas, none of which have landed me on an NBA practice court <laughs> and now in NBA locker rooms and NBA executive conference rooms. So for the listener, you know, we're, we're not talking about sleeping in tomorrow or skipping your workout or eating a bunch of junk food and go, man, I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. I'm chasing failure, right? What are you talking about? Man, I, I'm talking about being willing to stare fear in the face and go, you will not steer my life. I will not let the fear of failure steer my career, steer my family, steer my decisions. I'm okay. Here's what I truly believe about failure. I don't think our real fear is the fear of failure. I think our real fear is the fear of rejection. Because in our world, when we look around, we think of who is accepted, who is loved, who's admired. It's the people who are the most successful. And what we fear when we fail is, my parents won't love me as much. My wife will think less of me. My friends won't, won't want to hang around me. I'll get less likes. I won't be able to get followers. That's what's really associated with it. I did not write a book called Chasing Foolishness. I'm not saying you need to go be an idiot. <laughs> no. I'm saying you should be willing to fail and learn from that and live with the results. Here's the reality. You do everything in your power to succeed. And in the event that you fail, that's okay. We've been taught, you know, especially some people that grow up in some really, really competitive environments where failure is not an option. Uh, it is. <laughs> How many NBA champions are there this year? One. So you're telling me the other 29 NBA organizations are failures? Yeah, they're failures. Oh, that's right. Those owners who are billionaires and those players who are multimillionaires with deals all across the world who are playing in the Olympics right now. It's like, who's making the standard that are making people feel less than because they haven't won a ring? No, you're actually doing pretty good. And I'm pretty sure you're in like the top 0.1% of people in the world. But it doesn't always feel that way because it's championship or bust. It's like, well, actually, it's not championship or bust. You can actually be an amazing basketball player, amazing athlete, amazing businessman, businesswoman, whether or not you get these accolades or not. You know, I interviewed uh, world champion wrestler Jaden Cox, and it was fascinating to hear when he finally had his breakthrough to become successful at the maximum capacity of his, abil his ability. It was him when he realized that failure actually is an option. When you realize that failure is an option, it takes this weight of the world and allows you to put it down and go compete. Absolutely. And facing down those failures, you talk about this in the book, talk about there was research done um, where they were having people who were afraid of jumping out of airplanes. They had them jump out of airplanes, right? Repeatedly. And it was, what I was fascinated with was something interesting happened at the third jump. Can you share that? Yeah. So, so this researcher has her patients jump out of an airplane over and over again, and she would basically put them through a stress test to see how stressed out they were each jump. So the first jump, their stress is through the roof. But by the third jump, their stress was on par with someone that was simply running late to work. And so what I love about that is I just tell people, if you just keep doing it, it gets a little easier. Like people are like, man, are you afraid? Are you scared? Are you nervous? Yeah, just not as nervous as I was a year ago, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I'm not nervous or that I'm not stressed at all. And I just don't have that mindset that I'm ever going to arrive. 
and I don't feel the pressure to ever arrive. It's like I have this freedom of going, failure isn't going to have a hold on my life. And mistakes happen. You learn from those mistakes and you just keep going. You just keep jumping out of the airplane. Am I going to be a professional skydiver? Probably not. Am I going to be a skydiver instructor? No, but I can jump out the airplane every now and then. And I think sometimes people see me at an event and think, man, you were so smooth. I'm like, dude, I was falling from the sky the whole time. You just couldn't see it. You know, it was, it was a nice shirt, but that was about it. <laughs> and so I just encourage people to keep jumping out of the airplane in ways that they can afford to do. I don't tell people to bet the farm. Don't get a second mortgage out on your house. Don't be foolish, but be willing to take some risk at the level that you can take it. You talk about Kobe Bryant and he had an interesting take on failure. You had a chance to meet you know, one, of the, one of the all-time greats. What was his take on failure? I know you didn't necessarily talk about it in the conversation, although he did say he wanted to see the documentary. A guy like that who competes at the highest level, he was you know, the best in the world or certainly you know, absolutely considered either the best or among the best for sure. What was his take on failure? Well, Kobe Bryant has a record in the NBA for the most missed shots. I mean, I don't think people really think about that. I mean, you're talking about, a, you know, arguably a top five player all time, top 10, if, wherever you want to put them, but like all time great who has the all time misses. So I think for a guy like Kobe, he just had that, you know, it's often called the Mamba mentality of I'm going to continue to grind. I'm going to continue to get better and figure out ways to beat you. But failure is not going to deter me from my goal. Like, I'm still going to give 110% no matter what. And that's what I appreciate about his style of play. When I see like a Westbrook, he reminds me of that. Westbrook's going to play hard, period. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's on a good team, bad team, playoffs. Like, you're going to get the same Westbrook every single time whether he knows he's going to fail or not. And so I just appreciate their mentality towards the game of going, I'm going to compete. Quick interruption. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to get the notes, quotes, and links in the action plan from this episode. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. That's jimharshawjr.com slash action to get your free copy of the action plan. Now back to the show. So for listener, when you look at some of the, the all-time greats in sports, you know, we talk about Kobe Bryant, all-time career leader in missed shots. When you look at number of strikeouts leading the league in, in baseball, Babe Ruth, you know, uh, you look at most career losses in terms of baseball pitchers, Cy Young. We name awards after those people, the people who fail the most. And your success is directly correlated to the number of times you fail. So you have to, I say this at the end of my TEDx talk, is like, get out there and fail. Get out there and fail. Find the next thing you want to fail. I have a client who said that at the beginning of this year as we were working on his goals. He's like, Jim, I got to find the next thing I can fail at because he's been climbing this ladder from, man, this is a guy who started. I mean, he was, he didn't have a shot. He didn't have a fair shake at life. And now he's crushing it. And man, he said, Jim, I got to find my next thing to fail at because he's just finding those failures and, and climbing the ladder of life. And man, he's, he's skyrocketing right now. It's fascinating to watch. This stuff is real. This stuff that Ryan's talking about, this stuff that I talk about, it's like 
it's real. You have to go out and seek it. And you have to be okay with the struggle, okay with the failure. Ryan, I got a question for you about, you know, when some people are thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm so far away from what my goal is. That thing that I want to succeed in, I'm intimidated because I'm here and it's way over there or way up there. How do you deal with that intimidation when you're saying, like, why me? Who, who am I to fill in the blank? How do you deal with that? Well, you know, I, I've got many goals in my life. And I, I talk about this in the book. The way I deal with big goals is I, you know, you, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And so I like to talk about daily wins. Daily wins are the idea of just going, I just need to get one win today. Just get one win today. When I'm talking to somebody who's really down about their career, really down about how things are going, I'm like, you just need a W. You, you need a W that can start to snowball where you can start to get the confidence that, hey, I can win. And so I just encourage people, hey, you try and get a W this week. If you can get one W a week, you're going to look back a year from now and realize you got about 50 wins. And sometimes that W might look like I emailed the Celtics. And they just responded and said, no. I mean, you felt like even that was a W, right? Yeah. I mean, some, sometimes what I'll do is some people are like, man, I, you know, we live in a world where everybody kind of needs a website. People get a website idea. I'm like, okay, go to GoDaddy and see if your website is available. You did that? Great. W. Next day, buy it. W number two. Do you know how to build websites? No. But you're two steps closer than the person that doesn't do anything. And so you've got to just get some W's under your belt. What's the next thing? Well, you should probably post on Facebook. Anybody know how to build websites? Or what you're probably going to find out is you probably don't have that great of a budget to get the website you really want, which means you might have to learn how to do that yourself. You can build a website on Wix for free. You can start a podcast on Anchor for free. You can record it on your iPhone. Do I recommend that you do that? No, but if that's what you need to do to get started, great. Then you can figure out, okay, what kind of microphone should I get? Oh, is it going to be video? Is it going to be audio? All of those are little wins that you got to get under your belt. And so I think people just got to, some people think it's got to be perfect before I go for it. It's never going to be perfect ever. So You've got to start taking those little steps, one step at a time. Again, books are written one paragraph at a time. Some people, how do you write a book? I don't know, one, one word at a time, one paragraph at a time. We just kept adding. There would be days all I got done for the whole day was a chapter title. Three words, 12 hours, three words. W, I'll take a W. Again, I am one step further than the person that's doing nothing. And so I just encourage people, you got to get a W. And I think this is going to help people overcome that inertia. You have a, a comical part in the book where you talk about you woke up as you were writing this book, you woke up early, 6 a.m. with a plan to start writing and, and, and you sit down and you go, you know, I, I probably need to start with, you know, get some water, right? So you got some water and you're like, okay, here we go. You know, like, you know, I probably need to maybe start with some God in my life, some prayer. And you open up the Bible app and then, and then you get sidetracked you know, with some text messages, right? And then, you know, one thing leads to another and like day's over, right? I mean, I mean, this happens, right? This is part of it. I mean, failure is part of it. And overcoming this inertia, it, it's a hard thing, but, but you talked about the small wins and I think that's a great tactic for overcoming this inertia. Yeah, it's jumping out the airplane. 
It really is. It's one that, like, I struggle with procrastination. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it, there's always something I'm like, oh, I'd rather go do this. I'd rather be playing with my kids. I'd rather be playing with basketball. I'd rather be hanging on my wife. Or I'm always, sometimes I feel like I'm often scatterbrained in some way, shape, or form. And so it takes a great deal of work for me to really sit down and focus on building content. And even looking at this book that just came out, Chasing Failures, the fifth edition of, of this book. Well, what's funny about even this fifth edition of this book is I think it's like 39,000 words. Well, the original manuscript is 54,000, which means we cut 15,000 words that we say it. And so I wrote 15,000, I don't want to say bad words, but there was 15,000 words that I put a ton of time into that just weren't working. And that's okay. That's a part of the journey. Yeah. If it wasn't for those failures, those you know, extraneous words, those words that were a waste of time, if you want to call it. Like, if it wasn't for doing that, we don't have a book. You and I aren't talking. You aren't making the impact in the world that, you'd be making, that you're making right now. A hundred percent. And I think everyone thinks, well, if you wrote a book, it's, it's got to be perfect. It's like, well, it's, it's not. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but there's two typos in the book. <laughs> I didn't find them, so you're good. Good with me. I write about typos in the book. <laughs> And so it's almost comical, like, and you know, and we're talking hundreds of people that looked at it. And like you said, you didn't catch it, but I did. And you, you want to know when I caught it? I caught it doing the audio version of the book. Ah. I was reading it out loud and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Who wrote this? They're like, you wrote this. I'm like, no. Well, yes, but it happens. I mean, like, these are things that could like keep an author up at night. It's just like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, you, you do your best. Everyone's working hard. And guess what? At the end of the day, humans put it together and we are all very flawed. And I'm going to give you grace for yours. You give me grace for mine. And we wake up the next day and we, we try to help people. I have never claimed perfection on anything. I used to feel perfection pressure. Now I'm like, man, I just, I want to help. I want to add value. And you're going to get a human every single time. I promise you that. You know, I used to be the same type of person. I used to be ready, aim, 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 you know, before I pulled the trigger. But now I, I've recognized that this is holding me back and it has held me back in the past. So it's, I'm more of a ready, fire, aim kind of person now because it's like, I'm okay with failure. I'm okay with taking that step, moving forward, testing, trying, learning something new. I just interviewed for the listener, Ron Friedman, just a couple episodes back where we talked about this same type of thing, the same concept of like, you know, you don't have to risk it all, but take small risks, like move forward, take action. Because as you're saying the book, Ryan, you're going to be busy anyway. Like you said, talk about for like the next five years, they're going to happen anyway. You're going to be busy anyway. You're going to be doing stuff anyway. You're going to be busy. You're going to be doing stuff, busy, busy, busy all day long. Cause nobody's not busy. We're all busy, but why not get busy chasing those dreams? Right? Absolutely. All of us have the same amount of time within a day, 24 hours. I wake up so many days going, I wish I had more hours today. I don't. I get the same amount of time and everybody else gets. And we're going to spend our time thinking about something. We're going to spend our time putting our energy towards certain things. And I'm going, I think so many people feel stuck. I love what Jim Rohn says. He says, if you don't like where you are, move. You are not a tree. And I think some people think, I'm a tree. I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere. Says who? 
who's making all of these rules that says you can and can't. And some people, it's like they're waiting for permission to be happy. It's like they're waiting for permission to start things. And I just don't think that they need that permission to be the person they actually want to be. And so part of the message that I try to give people is being intentional about your future. It's your story. So you might as well give your best to it. Absolutely. You know, for the listener, I interviewed Bruce Babishan. He's a boxing coach. And he talked about no one's coming to save you. No one's coming to give you permission. If you want to listen to that, that's episode 161. And by the way, I mentioned Jaden Cox as well. That was episode 176. But I digress. So Ryan, you know, we're talking about taking action, right? We're like, people feel stuck. People feel stuck. They feel like that goal or that dream's too far away. You're talking about like moving forward, taking action, do something like, let's give the listeners one thing, maybe two things that they can do in the next 24 to 48 hours, which an action item that you would recommend that they can do to start moving towards that goal, to start chasing failure. You need to figure out just your next step, not your next 20, not your next 30, not your next 100, just your next step. I don't care if it's losing weight. I don't care if it's getting a gym membership, you need one step. Google gym near me, W. Congratulations. You have to start moving forward. I know we all have so many excuses, so many. Oh, this is why I can't, this is why I can't, this is why I can't. You're gonna spend the next 48 hours. We talked about what you're gonna spend the next five years doing. You're going to spend the next 48 hours doing something. You might as well do something that is going to add value to the story you want to tell. Just figure out what your next step is. Just one. Most people can't even do that because they feel like I got to, I, I have to, well, am I going to get a trainer? Am I going to, don't even worry about that. You need to figure out your very next step. Was it wasn't going to be a home gym. Is it going to, just the very next step. That's where I think people need to go and then do the same thing next, the following week. And who knows? You're going to look back a year from now and go, I took 52 very small steps and I'm a lot further than I was before. Yep. I always tell people, you can't see step 10 when you're at step zero. You've got to take step one. Then you might be able to see step two, maybe even step three. And once you get to step three, you might see step four and five. You might even see a fork in the road, you know, where there's two choices now that you couldn't see back from step one. You just have to take that step. So Ryan, man, music to my ears. This is absolutely incredible for the listener who wants to find you, follow you, buy your book, et cetera. Can you tell them where they can chase you down? They can do that at ryanleek.com. It's got everything there. We put it all in one place for you. So you can buy the book there. You can listen to podcasts there. You can. You can do all things Ryan Leak at ryanleek.com. All right. And for the listener, we'll have that link, ryanleek.com. We'll have that in the action plan as well as links to his social media, where you can buy his book, et cetera, all in the action plan. As always, at jimharshawjr.com slash action. Ryan, thanks so much for making time to come on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Don't forget about what I talked about before the interview. If you want to find balance, clarity, and focus, 
take the next step and go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Space on my calendar is very limited, so claim your spot now, jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Or just send me a text message to 571-210-5450. Again, that's 571-210-5450. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, Let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.